and then I start to put it in my thoughts gitu that I I can be independent that I don't really need anyone and then I don't really need like even my mom's help or friends or family yeah it eventually become reality everything that I never thought I could do in terms mm-hmm. of you know mental independence you know financial independence things like that one by one tuh start to unveil aja gitu dan sekarang kalau aku look back kayak wow padahal dulu, dulu gue ngira tuh gue kayak tuh biasa-biasa aja Hi, I'm Tanya and you're listening to the Janda Bacanda podcast. Welcome to another episode. Today is our episode on Women on Money series that continues and our guest today is no less exceptional than our past guest. She is known as the Keto Goddess of Jakarta. She runs a catering business here in Jakarta area with keto-friendly foods and even keto-friendly Indonesian foods. So really excited to have this conversation with her. She also has great insight on how to self-manifest your destiny. Before I let her speak, I ask you, my dear listeners, to please subscribe, follow, share, comment. Let me know what you'd like to hear more about on the Janda Bajanda podcast. So without further ado, I present to you, Jillian Luena. Imagine that, you know, like to have a completely different uh, personality based upon your name. Well, in Janda Bajanda, we believe in reinvention. Mm -hmm. So Possibly that's something, maybe, I don't know if somebody who's listening and feel like this is not scientific for Jillian or I to recommend this, but if you have done it and your life is for Change. the better, let us know. Yeah, for the I better, let us know. So to do with uh, self-manifestation juga deh. Yeah, kan? Jadi kayak, oh, I so believe in that. I believe in self-manifestation. That's why, I, um, yeah. that's why everything you hear, it's like you choose to believe or not. And then if you choose to believe it, and then it'll be, it will eventually become your reality. That's why I think it's very important to choose what you want to hear and what you want to believe. Okay. Gitu. So we're getting straight to the heart of it. So, um, okay. What you believe matters. Yeah, what you believe so, matters. And what you want to hear. Because kan, kayak kita kan punya... Banyak source of, you know, hearing scan from friends, family, people around us, gitu. And then, if we keep on hearing, you know, certain things yang tadinya mungkin gak bener, and then if we believe that it's true, I think, yeah, yeah our mind has the power to self-manifest, and then, kayak unconsciously and consciously, mm-hmm. they will become true. In your own personal life, what is an example that you can cite for that? Self-manifestation, okay. Mm. The biggest self-manifestation I had uh, was in the beginning of, of my apa ya, adult days. I was just like this um, this girl yang uh, I felt I didn't really have any talents or anything special. And then I was the youngest child. So my mom tuh kayak always had to take care of me. She was a, she was really, apa ya, how do you say it? She took she took really good care of me and then uh, tried to shape me in a way that she wants mm-hmm. me to be gitu-gitu. Jadi kayak... Kayak aku tuh kayak lumayan ada di bayang-bayang itu. Sampai kayak one day I I had to be independent because of my situation. And then I start to put it in my thoughts gitu that I I can be independent that I don't really need anyone and then I don't really need like even my mom's help or friends or family. Yeah, it eventually become reality. Everything that I never thought I could do in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, mental independence, you know, financial independence, things like that. One by one tuh start to unveil aja gitu. Dan sekarang kalau aku look back kayak, wow, padahal dulu, dulu gue ngira tuh gue kayak tuh biasa-biasa aja, nggak bisa apa-apa, nggak punya talenta apa-apa, semuanya biasa-biasa aja. Dari dulu di sekolah juga biasa, olahraga juga biasa, nggak punya talenta bisa main musik, bisa nyanyi, bisa apa, enggak gitu. But I guess 
yeah, what we believe in is more important than, you know, your current reality. That's very interesting. When you say your situation, did you mean your divorce? Uh, yeah, but I mean, um, way before, I mean, before, before the divorce happened, of course, I was already in, a, you know, in a, um, in, in a not happy situation, like, uh, we put it that way, right? I mean, it, it didn't just happen overnight then. So, but, you know, looking back, I think everything happens for a reason. And if I wasn't in that relationship, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Okay. You know, like gaining my independence and then okay, unveiling maybe the things that I could do now. Things like that. Okay. How long were you married? For? 12 years. Oh, okay. So a long time. My name. And you look like... You look like you're 22. Oh, so. thank you. I have a I have a 13 year old son who's like 175. You know, shoe size 46. <laughs> oh my god! So, so you're you have a, you're a mom of one kid, two of two kids. Yes. Okay, and so 13. And how old is eight. the other one? Eight. A boy and 13. a girl. Okay. Yeah. So that was a long time then that you were married. Yeah, a very long time. I tried my best. I I I give I give um my best. I would say that there was no regret. That I tried and I gave my best. And then, yeah, 12 years is all I could hold on to. And yeah, those 12 years, I mean, it wasn't all bad years, you know. I learned a lot. And then, beneran sih, kayak, if I look back, if I didn't have those 12 years, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Kayak emang udah jalannya, emang udah kayak nasibnya kayak gitu. Udah kendak Tuhan kayak gitu. So. Yeah, takdir. Yeah. I believe in, I believe in the destiny as well. Yeah. So when you divorced, did you have a job or did you not have a job? Yeah, or? yeah. Um, so now I have a catering. Uh, yeah, I've always had a job. I uh, started working, as I said, in the beginning of my marriage, um, maybe year two gitu, or year one. Okay. Yeah, so, and then awal-awal itu kayak, I just went to the kitchen and then I was trying to make something, cake, baking cakes, things like that, just out of hobby. And then I started giving out to friends and then those friends want to order. So that's how I got into the started. kitchen. So, and then after that, yeah, so I, uh, I started my, uh, you know, my cake business for quite some time until um, three, three and a half years ago. Then I started my catering. And then it it's not because I wanted to make it a business, but um Four five years back, there was nobody that's doing keto keto diet. Okay. So a friend of mine uh, introduced me to this diet. In the beginning, I was like, "What? Makan lemak, makan fat? Are you serious? Gitu kayak, that makes you that makes you skinny." But but then for me, I, I was never you know um, overweight to begin with. But I was always curious of everything. So I tried it, and then and then I lost quite some some weight gitu, for somebody who's like you know not overweight like me. So some of my friends got curious and then I started cooking for, I remember for one week I cooked for three, six of my friends, you know, free of charge. I gave them kayak lunch and then uh, dinner. Terus gitu breakfastnya, I told them, okay, you can only eat this and this. Terus udah gitu, in that one week itu, um, they lost like a few kilos. Even though ada beberapa tuh yang emang kayak, they didn't need to lose any weight. Kayak beratnya udah 47 or something gitu. Kayak apa udah kurus-kurus banget lah semuanya. So, okay. so it really works not only on me, but also on my friends. And then, of course, they started posting, right? And then from there, from there, I got people who I didn't know who wants to, to you know, try my cooking. And I was like, oh, beneran gitu. Okay, I'm, I'm not a medical professional or anything. I'm just like a passionate cook. And then uh, I did it for personally for myself. And then my friends wanted to try. Okay, I gitu kan. And then because these people I didn't know kan, so I have to kind of, kind of like charge them kan. That's how my my catering business started. And then, yeah, lumayan sih. Oh, wow. Yeah, lumayan dari situ. Um, uh, yeah, it was like an um, answer to my prayer juga kali ya. If I didn't have a business to that is running, maybe I wouldn't have had the courage, you know, 
to do what I had to do. So I think itu semuanya udah part of divine plan. I don't know if I'm okay, actually sebenarnya boleh enggak sih ngomong kayak gini kita part of divine plan gitu cuman that's that's how I honestly feel. Oh, why not? Why why can't you say that? I mean, it feels like everything's falling into place. Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah, 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 yeah. The sentiment. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. So I love this. I love. Um, so it's a it's a home based business. UMKM. It's something that for a lot of uh, women, particularly in Jakarta or Indonesia, mm-hmm. um, they're familiar with. It's not it's not daunting for them. They can start small. Mm-hmm. They can start with their circle of friends. Yeah. With the help of social media today, yes, they can actually begin um, selling their services. Mm-hmm. So that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And um, everyone. Uh, before I didn't make the introduction, but we have today Jillian Luena, who is actually the keto goddess. So that's part of the interesting Hi. treat that we have. <laughs> we have we have the keto goddess here with us. So so for keto, for me the challenge is that I don't feel like I can get good Indonesian food and still have it be keto. Like I find the food, the menus tend to be too white. Like very whitewash, mm-hmm. like I can't stand like the most of the keto recipes. For me, that's like the biggest downfall. I can't. I don't mind the intermittent fasting. I can do that, no problem. But how I break my fast and how I have to continue eating on keto is where I fail. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm. what are the kinds of um, cooking do you do in your in your catering, or what kind of food do you um, prepare actually? That's Indonesian. Um, yeah, our menu is a very, very. It has a very wide variety. And talking mm-hmm. about uh, Indonesian food that you didn't know that uh, you know you're not familiar with in in keto version. Actually, this week my catering has a theme of selera nusantara, and then that has always become our favorite. Kayak yang orang-orang paling suka gitu. So I tweak. Like? I so I tweak everything. Um, you know, kayak Indonesian dish. Uh, into keto, into keto friendly mm-hmm. version. Kayak hari ini, contohnya. Um, so I have lunch and dinner and snack for lunch. Our menu was Indomie goreng cabai hijau. Mm-hmm. And then for dinner, we have uh, ikan woku with sayur bunga pepaya. So that's man- manado tim. Terus for snacknya kita punya uh, chiffon cake yang cheese. So, okay. okay. Um, How's Indomie keto? Nah, itu dia. We managed to make the um, noodle, which is not shirataki because I don't really prefer that. We managed to make an, uh, the noodle yang benar-benar mirip banget kayak Indomie rasanya, but it per serving it has only less than five grams of carbs. Okay. Rasanya tuh kayak I think it's really similar to Indomie. I can send you some like later today. I have some extra. You get to try Yeah. Jadi itu, itu kita masaknya pakai um, ya pakai ada ayamnya, terus pakai ada kayak we cook our own um, apa bumbu cabai hijau without MSG and then with with um, organic coconut oil and everything sama ada telurnya. Nanti I send you some ya. So I always because um, I love to eat and then kan kayak I love many cuisines. Terus kan kayak before this COVID thing juga I travel quite a lot gitu. Jadi kalau misalnya kemana-mana tuh kayak I always take photo and then I remember the taste gitu-gitu-gitu. Terus gitu nanti I try to make it into keto keto friendly version. So our catering is a okay. the, the menu is so um so wide that if you take it for two months, we guarantee you that you'll not get the same menu. Okay. 
So it's fun. I, I, I'm really having a That's lot amazing. of fun until now. I'm having so much fun doing this. Happy banget. That's good. Yeah. That sounds like it's a lot of fun. Um, so you are just very talented then because you're not formally trained to do that. So, but you just have the instinct and the self-education in terms of what makes the cooking keto or not keto. Yeah. I honestly think I'm, I'm not talented until today on. I would still say that, oh, I don't have like a, this, like a very, up here, um, high standard cooking skill or anything cuman i'm just curious and then i'm willing to try gitu kayak i'm curious i'm willing to try terus kayak berani coba-coba aja gitu and then um oh and yeah and obviously it's good obviously so you've had the you know like the practice and then it's it's gotten good because um i don't want anyone to sort of not ever embrace something yeah, that they actually yeah You know, and I think it's very dangerous to mm-hmm. women are very tough on themselves yeah, yeah, and yeah. tough on each other. Uh-huh. So like that. Yeah. So I think um, a lot of it is just even acknowledging the fact that you are good at cooking yeah. and you are good at coming up with the menus and the yeah. recipes. So tell me, what makes a cooking keto then? So for those who are um, who are listening, who are kind of curious, what makes something keto Um, or not keto is a bit more complicated than other you know eating pattern because mm-hmm. first of all it needs to be very very low in carbohydrates jadi kayak hampir enggak boleh ada carbs so the source of carbs yang boleh itu kayak complex carbs and then that's only 10% out of your whole meal uh, which is a little bit from sauce and um, kayak uh, spices and then a little bit of dark leaves vegetable that's it tapi yang lain-lain itu sama sekali enggak boleh ada kayak tepung nasi Um, you know, bakmi dan lain, of course. Even fruits are off limits. The only fruit that is allowed in keto is avocado because it has no carbs. It's um, right. uh, It has lots of fiber and then it has a lot of fat. So that's a very good source of um, fat. Yeah. And yeah, a little bit of berries, but that's it. Kalau yang lain tuh even, yeah, kalau misalnya if you want to go strict keto, you're not even allowed to eat fruits. So it's a, yeah, very low carbohydrates and then moderate protein. The protein is not a lot, a lot. Kayak orang selalu mikir kayak, oh makannya cuma daging sama lemak doang ya. Enggak gitu. Kayak makannya dagingnya juga gak boleh kebanyakan. Because if you eat too much protein, it will also somehow um, uh, turn into uh, carbs. And then if you want to go into strict keto, it's also not recommended. Jadi kayak udah ada, udah ada takerannya, udah ada gram-gramannya semua. That's why uh, like in my okay. catering, gitu, it's not as simple as maybe other healthy catering. Because then I have to know to the right ratio in order for someone yang take my kidding uh, for their body to go into this state called ketosis. So instead of burning carbs, you are burning fat as your source of uh, energy. I don't think I ever gotten into a state of ketosis, really. Hmm. Um, have you tried keto better? Yes. Sendiri ya? Sendiri ya? For sure. Ngejian sendiri. I have, yes. Yeah. And for sure, I don't think I have gotten into a, um, a state of ketosis. Mm-hmm. And... Well, I don't know. Maybe I was doing it wrong somewhere somehow. But then again, um, I got the 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 keto analysis strip, mm-hmm. but I never actually used it. So oh, you never tried I've it? Yeah. Never, never tried. So yeah, I yeah. never really actually. But it's actually now bulan puasa is actually a good time to um, try it yeah, because first you already have the yeah you already have the intermittent fasting component to it. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. 
Actually, the insurance plan is so really proud of help. Avocados. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I can't do keto anymore in terms of food is the the avocado. I've I'm so avocado out in my life right now <laughs> because I have, I have so many avocado trees that are um, from from the pits uh-huh. and. And then my mom says, like, no more, no more avocados. Don't turn them. Don't try to turn the pits into trees anymore. Because so you have so many, so many avocado trees in your in your house right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, growing because of the of the pits. Yeah. Seru banget. Yeah. Jadi tinggal ambil uh, langsung makan gitu. Well, no. You have to wait eight years to that. Oh. It takes eight years for a tree to actually. Yeah. Do you know that? Oh, especially for the BG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I'm only like two years in for my trees. Okay. So let's start anyway, anyone. If you want to, if you want to grow trees from from seed, mm-hmm. start anyway. Mm-hmm. It, time will come where you can harvest. So it doesn't matter. Just start anyway. Yeah. But, um, I do that a lot. I do. I do take my food sc- kitchen scraps and I turn them. I re- try to regrow them mm. when I can. But I'm failing in keto, so. I'll definitely want to talk to you more about um, how to do it right. Yeah. Well, and I think it's yeah. the my purpose. The purpose of my catering actually is, uh, first of all, I um, I want to educate people that uh, keto actually is very good for your health. So, I mean, it's not just a, a method of losing weight and then you just want to do it temporary, you know, like two, three months until you reach your ideal weight. But if you do it correctly, it's actually very beneficial because you don't take sugar. And then is it really difficult to do? Once you're used to it, it's not. Just as long as you, I mean, we're not after ketones and we're not like, you know, we're not going to test if we're in ketosis every day. You just like eliminate all the things that, you know, uh, doesn't give you, you know, good, uh, good benefits. And then you also feel the difference mm-hmm. in your body. Actually, my biggest right. my biggest purpose is uh, of doing this this catering is uh, yeah is is that one so so people can choose even after they're off my catering they have a better understanding and then they have a better uh, apa ya kayak ability to pick and choose what they want to nourish their body because I think food yeah. has uh, such a big power in not just for our health but also for our daily mood. Okay, you feel that sometimes misalnya you you eat like this huge bowl of say kayak nasi padang ya pak kita makan pas lagi makannya kayak enak banget terus kayak sambelnya pedes terus pengen nambah nasi dan lain-lain setelah itu once you're done you're like okay I want to eat like esteller and then after that you order esteller with like gini 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 after that you're stuffed gitu kan and then you're gonna be in yeah. a slump and then you're gonna feel sleepy and all that so that's the effect of carbs and sugar in your body so once you try keto at least a month you know like how it feels to feel light And then you don't want to stuff yourself anymore. Even though you start eating carbs, then you would choose for like, you know, the good carbs. And sometimes if you just want to splurge, if you want to eat kaya nasi padang or, or noodle, you know, like real noodle, whatever, then then go for it. But I don't think that you would want to feel that, you know, like stuffed and then going into slump anymore after being in keto. Because I think that's the big, the big benefit. Gitu. I'm also not... Right, you don't have to yeah. stay in ketosis the whole time. I mean, yeah, we don't actually... have to chase that. And unless you have a specific uh, condition, kayak misalnya if you have diabetes or you, if you have, um, you know, kayak cancer atau apa gitu, keto is really, really good. So it's, um, and then you have to go into certain state of a very deep ketosis in order for, for your diet to be therapeutic. But if it's just for health purpose, 
Ya, nggak usah sampai kayak gitu sih. And then kalau misalnya kayak gitu kan juga susah ya. If you eat with other people, or and then if you eat with you know your kids or gini, and then you're like, oh, mama cannot eat that, mama cannot eat that, mama cannot. Eat that. I used to be like that, but then yeah, sekarang udah enggak. Well, yes, yes and no. I mean, it's like when you go to a restaurant, when you go on a business trip, and you go on holiday, and you look at the menu, and you you know you know what you can or you cannot eat. There's always something that you can yeah. eat, but if you want to. Um, have something that is on the menu that is carbs, then go for it. Yeah. You just that's the point. You don't actually have to do it the whole time. Yeah, it's just that what I find that well, you never actually said when you make noodles. So if it's not if it's not flour, what is it made out of? It's made from um, protein powder, lots of fiber. Oh, I see. Yeah, protein powder, mm. lots of okay. fiber, and also some a binding agent which is not gluten. But yeah, but okay. Later on, when you taste it, you will feel the difference. Is it's less bouncy because you know the carbs, the gluten itu. Okay, itu tuh kayak lem yang make it bouncy. That's why we have keto bread and keto noodle and everything. And it's less bouncy than the regular, you know, bread or noodle. But for the rest, it's like yeah. So basically, uh, mainly it's made from uh, protein powder. Protein mm. powder and then lots of fiber. Gitu. Because fiber is uh, uh, cancel out the um, carbs. I see. Okay, so there's a lot of the knowledge that um, there for anyone who wants to try this at home, cooking on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, do your kids eat keto? No, no, they don't. No, they don't. I don't recommend keto for growing, um, growing kids. Kaya when you're still in growing age, I don't recommend it because you need carbs to function. Even um, for me, if I'm on a heavy training, I take carbs because I feel that you have to know your body. See, some people can go on strict keto for years and then they don't have any uh, disturbance in then in their um, you know uh, hormone or anything but for me I I know for sure if because I exercise a lot too so after a heavy exercise I take carbs roti ke atau mau apa ke gitu but I take carbs because it's it's good for my recovery but of course it's different for everyone then uh, if you take carbs and after exercise it will also be burned out like really fast Because that's the first thing that they, they you burn, right? Your body can will burn carbs first before fat. So when your when your metabolism is really high after exercise, then they need take carbs. So it's good for recovery. And no, my kids they don't they don't eat keto. Of course, I try to substitute if they uh, want something sweet. You know, I have this uh, lakanto, you know, instead of real sugar, and then they they're used to that. And then I also make sugar free gelato. They they eat that. But every day, um, yeah, they eat my actually they eat my keto catering with. Some added rice. <laughs> oh, I see. Gitu. Well, that's nice. You you manage to find a balance in your family in terms of how to make that work. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's that is one of the hardest things. Like sometimes when I'm cooking keto, well, even when I cook, I have to cook. Uh, some days I have to cook for eight people in the house, mm-hmm. and um, three people are always very Indonesian traditional Asian. Yeah, yeah, um, and. You know, the others can go a variety to more mix. Uh-huh. And it's very difficult when you're trying to cook for that many people and trying to accommodate for everyone's yeah. dietary yeah. needs. Yeah, it's basically. really difficult. It's very difficult. And it's, of course, the, temp- the temptation is just to make one dish. That everybody likes. Some spaghetti. Yeah. some spaghetti yeah, with meat yeah, sauce. Yeah. Everybody eats this. Mm-mm. Like nobody, no arguments, please. Everybody just eat this, but it doesn't work that way. Yeah, you know, so you have to cook a lot of everything, and I find that over time, also, what is exhausting mm-hmm. is trying to manage 
the expectation of every family members, especially if you have you live in a large mm-hmm. household like I do. So that's a little bit more difficult. But if when when days are like that, I just well. I follow with the rest because it's easier. Yeah, yeah. Pasti it's kita easier. succumb to that and kita kayak pasti ngalahkan. But actually what you're saying, for example, if if you just uh, tempted to make spaghetti gitu. And then you know like the bumbu spaghetti, the, the basic of spaghetti gitu kan with minced meat, tomato, dan lain-lain ya. Yeah? And then you can just use that to make spaghetti for your kids, for example. And then for yourself, if you are on keto, for, uh, for example, you can make it into zucchini lasagna. So you just slice zucchini and then kayak put that 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 spaghetti base gitu and then you just bake it for yourself, uh, put a lot of cheese on top and then that's like one dish for you gitu. So basicnya kan yang agak lama, takes a long time is to make the base, right? Kayak you have to roast the ini, 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 you have the sauce. Gitu. Right. Or yeah, or the cauliflower pizza. Yeah, yeah kayak gitu-gitu. Which, uh-huh. Bisa. Cuma kalau cauliflower pizza. Well, I make, I make the cauliflower pizza yeah. only, only three of the family members would eat. Everybody else would be like, "Don't call this pizza." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, yeah. ever serve this again. I try to make like a um, cauliflower meatballs one time, uh-huh. and I got, I think, death stares for like three days from everyone. Uh-huh. Yeah, my kids wouldn't me. even want to eat yeah, shirataki. Gitu-gitu, they don't want it. Okay, oh, I don't like this jelly rice, mama. Gitu. Okay, they know they call it jelly rice. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a lot of adjustment. I think a lot of listeners of Denda Batendo can. I hope that you, they can learn from that because I think there's no bigger message yeah. than believing in yourself and then making the leap, then taking the leap of faith um, to mm-hmm. become the person that you've always wanted to be or discovering that you can be, yeah. which is mm-hmm. just wonderful. Maybe you can start changing your name. I don't know. Um, or starting a new, uh, pa- pursuing a new passionate hobby. We started out with baking yeah. and started out with keeping. Ring, so everybody can yeah. take a, a note from this. So, how long have you been divorced now? Uh, a little over two years. A little over two years. So, we're, we were divorced around the same time. So, have you started dating again? Something yeah. That you consider? Yes. Wonderful. See? <laughs> See, everything's happening. I'm Everything is place. Yep. Very happy. Oh, now. wonderful. Uh-huh. All right. So, if you could. Um, Look back, what was the biggest learning, the biggest takeaway that you had in your first marriage? Um, always trust your gut instinct. Wow. Yeah. I like that one. That's mm-hmm. a good one. That's a good one. What is the one thing that you miss the most about being married? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. You don't miss anything about being married? I'm so married? content. No. Okay. No. I think, um, I yeah, really. Yourself. That's <laughs> I like really nothing. I even I even like well, I, I even like you know sleeping in my own big bed diagonally. <laughs> you know what? I, that's interesting. I've never asked that of anyone. Uh, oh yeah. Whether they whether they change how they sleep. Yeah. That's actually very interesting. Yeah. I've never asked that. I don't know because some people actually most of my friends they're like yeah, um, you know they're like oh it's it's so empty right if you have to sleep in your own room gini, gini, gini. and i was like you know what i thought i'd be able to sleep by myself and you have no idea how liberating that is and have you ever tried diagonally sleeping <laughs> it's so good and then like yeah, it's so funny right kids like when we have a bed we always have two pairs of um willing and bandal gitu. and then sometimes i just do diagonally sleeping or then when i wake up at two gitu, and then i just switch to another pillow <laughs> so good <laughs> and that's called you know enjoying the simple things in life yeah, everyone. Yeah. And that's like you know mm-hmm. you know it doesn't take Jillian much to make herself happy no. all she has to do is roll <laughs> around <God>. in her bed. 
even diagonally sleepy makes me so happy. You should all try. <laughs> Embrace your singleness. Try diagonally sleep. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. I think I'm going to try that tonight. So yeah, you should. I think some, that's some of the best advice. So, so you miss nothing about being married and you enjoy being single. So I love that. So that's beautiful. Yeah. All right, everybody. I think that's a lot of um, um, golden nuggets from Jillian. And you can follow her. Thank on you Instagram. so much, Tanya, for said, having me. My pleasure. And so it's Keto Goddess. Is that correct? Yeah, Keto Goddess. The, the Instagram. So for those listening to this um, episode, you know, please follow us. You know, it, it helps um, businesses like Jillian's. It helps some podcast small channels like mine. If you follow it, you like it, you share it, you comment on our messages and you let us know what it is that you'd like to know. Tell Jillian what you'd like to have in keto format. Like, for example, if you want to have a keto sate or something like, you know, you let yeah. her know. She'll make it for yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. So then she can drop me a message. All right, Jillian, it's been amazing. Um, I can't wait to meet you in person and maybe at the gym. Yeah. Yes. See you around. Thank you for having me, Tanya. I had fun. My pleasure. Hey, have you subscribed yet? If you haven't, please do. Don't forget to hit the notification bell and share it with the ones you love. All right. See you in the next episode.